Whether you in a car, room, office, or tour, morning in the morning, got to talk week for all eight. of them. Fantasy football recap. Week nine is about to be a doozy. Back but again. Yeah. We're back again, man. This is a uh, flying by. I can't believe this season's like fantasy season is almost coming to a close. Getting to that home stretch where uh, 10 team leagues, you're playing some, some teams twice after week nine, and then 12 team leagues. I'm sure you're just in a grind right now. Yeah, yeah, things are grinding and right on the edge. I know we want to start off, you know, it is a fancy football show, but we always kind of forget that, like, real people's lives are affected by, like, fantasy football. It's kind of weird. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, like, we definitely want to, one, give a shout out to Calvin Ridley. Um, I, I think it's great what he did, and I think it's um, it's brave for him to come out in the climate that we're in and just say, hey, I'm struggling right now, and I need to get myself together. I think that's awesome. I think more jobs need to be like the NFL and allow players to, and people to to be humans, you know, because we're not robots. I thought that was great. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that does get lost a lot with fantasy football and betting and everything like that, but yeah. they are humans. They are still doing a job, and even though they do get paid lots of money, if they can't perform at their best, and if they're not mentally all there, then it's not going to benefit the team. It's not going to benefit them. It's not going to benefit the fans. So mm-hmm. there's no reason to, you know, talk down talk it out. at yeah. a guy uh, when he's trying to work on himself. Yeah, 100%. People were pissed at him, and you ruined my fantasy squad. And like I said, this is real life, though, for other people. While your fantasy team may be ruined, you know, Calvin, Calvin got some stuff to figure out. So prop, props to him and the Atlanta organization for accepting yeah. that news and handling it correctly. Better I think. Soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, it gets better soon. And some awfully sad news this week. I'm sure everybody's heard about it. Um, the entire Henry Ruggs incident, and obviously, prayers to the victim and their family that what they're going through right now, just a tragic loss that absolutely could have been avoided. You know, just, there's nothing good comes from drinking and driving. Like you said, no, never. And usually nothing good happens after 12 o'clock at night, either. 12 o'clock at night. So just, just be smarter. Uh, Very avoidable mistake that happened uh, that resulted in a tragedy. Yeah. Super tragedy and people's lives are forever changed now. Um, so just make smart decisions, guys, and think about others a little bit. Um, but with that somber note, want to do move into week eight recap. It was a hell of a NFL week, though, man. We got a got dub. A dub. Got I a got dub. a dub. You're back in the fight now at four and four. Um, yeah. And you've made a gigantic trade today to add some uh, add some weapons to the squad. Yeah, uh, after a tough one and four start to the season kind of just not thinking there's any way out. Had rattled off a few wins, uh, got back up to 500, sitting tied for fourth place right now. And I did make a big trade today where I uh, shipped off Michael Carter, who's been fantastic these last three weeks. Uh, looked really good with Mike White. We'll get into him yeah. a little bit later. And then Cortland Sutton, uh, who's been up and down. He'll give you 20 points. He'll give you five points. So, and Jimmy's back. Yep. And usually the good outweighs the bad, but I'm just looking for a little bit more consistency. Went ahead and got Keenan Allen with uh, the Mike Williams struggles. I'm hoping Herbert relies a little bit more on Keenan Allen like he did last year. And then picked up Mike Davis. Uh, Wasn't the guy I wanted, but didn't want to let that second player derail the trade. I do think Davis still has some upside. He's still a good uh, pass catching back. And then hopefully hopefully Patterson can play a little bit more receiver now that Atlanta needs uh, some more weapons on the outside and Davis can get a little bit more involved in the offense, goal line, everything like that. 
Yeah, and Davis is a solid six to seven fantasy points a day. So he's he's not he's someone that you can at least count on if absolutely must you need points. He's gonna get you those carries and some goal line action if Atlanta ever gets to the goal line. But yeah, that was a fantastic trade by you, uh, adding some depth to there. I moved to six and two and um, looking hanging, good, hanging in there. Yeah, I'm at the second place spot, second most points scored, but. The team in first place is undefeated right now, and they've got yeah. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup with Christian McCaffrey, who's the not wagon. back yet. So he's got a wagon over there. Um, but, hey, fantasy football, we've seen crazier things. Start off the show, King Henry. Usually we start off the show talking about how dominant King Henry was the last two, three weeks. I think he's opened up, like, the last three shows we've had, but not the best news this time. Man, it's so disappointing, not even just for fantasy reasons, but he was having a record-setting year, and I really wanted to know what he could have ran for, given that there's an extra game this year, and he was on pace for well over 2,000 yards, so it is a big shot, and fantasy-wise, that kills. I don't know how much it's going to hurt Tannehill and A.J. Brown, because you got to think it does, but oh, he's the best player in fantasy by a large margin, and down he goes, and I'm guessing most teams that have him are at the top. Yes, and I'm extremely sick that, like, I talked about him being injured, like, two weeks ago. Like, it has to happen soon. But did not think it would happen like this because this wasn't, like, a load management issue, you know? So, and he played. Like, he was he still played. playing in the game. Yeah. It, it sucks to see he's, him done for the season. And everyone's obviously jumping on the, the waiver wire pickup. But I think this will be an entirely different team without Derrick Henry, an entirely different team. Ryan Tannehill is going to be affected. The receivers are going to be affected. You no longer have eight guys or seven guys in the box. I mean, you know, you got Adrian Peterson and McNichols. Defenses can come back now. So I think this is going to be shock. And I don't see the Tennessee Titans making the playoffs now without Derrick Henry. Jameis Winston also done for the season over there in New Orleans. Hate to see that as well. I've been cheering for Jameis with his awful pregame speeches. <laughs> I don't know how much you watched of that Bucks game, though. He looked incredible. Looked he great. was running with the ball. He was making plays with his arm. He was looking really good against that Bucks team. It's a shame to see Jameis go down like that because now we got Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill for New Orleans, who we think is going to be a wild card team. But after that going, I don't know. I don't know. And Michael but, Thomas is going to be out for the year now too. So I, I'm, I'm selling on the Saints. Yeah, I'm selling the Saints as well. Tough loss, tough fantasy loss again. Not sure how this impacts the other receivers around there. You had a guy like Callaway already struggling. Not sure if you're more confident with him going in with a Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill. Maybe they yeah. go super ground pound. And they have good coaching. I don't – I want no, – still shot paying, you know, still uh, shot The defense is still really good. So yeah. they could still be a sneaky team that can win some games. Fantasy-wise, though, I'm, I'm probably sticking with Kamara, and that's about it. Yeah, 100%. Well, let's, let's, let's get into some people that, uh, you know, we were kind of disappointed in. One's your boy, Mike Williams. Yeah, man, tough week for Mike Williams. I wasn't too happy. Um, I, I'm not scared about it yet, though. I still think he is the most dominant receiving threat on the Chargers. Your boy Kenny Allen ain't bad, but I, I'm not too scared off by the Mike Williams, you know, another tough week. I think he'll be bouncing back pretty soon. Um, but your guy, who has been consistently not showing up to expectations, Antonio Gibson in the Washington football team. Man. What's going on? I, I think he's hurt. And I don't know what's their, going on there. Their bye came at a right time because you got to hope that coming out of the bye, he gets a little more time to get healthy and he can be 
the dominant force that we saw him last year be. But McKissick's really eating into that. The quarterback situation shaky. Fitzpatrick's probably coming back. I don't know about Curtis Samuel, uh, but I don't know. That's something to monitor. The Washington football team is not – they're not a good team. But yeah. fantasy-wise, you're still playing Terry. And I don't know if you're going to have much better options than Gibson when, he, when he's off his bye. No, it's just very unfortunate you drafted him very early, probably as your second back who you thought had RB1 potential. Um, So just not a very great season so far for him. And Nick Chubb returns from injury in week eight. Not an explosive comeback by any means. Told you about Dearness Johnson, man. I told you all. Keep him on your rosters. Yeah, he looked good. And uh, obviously we've seen with Kareem Hunt around. The Browns you utilize two running backs. Yeah. What's what's going on in Cleveland though? Because Odell is on the outs. Deuces. OBJ said I'm done with this, and it's not his fault. Boy, it's not his, his dad, fault. His dad said he's done with this. Got to be done with it, man. Did I mean, you watch the video? <laughs> All 11 minutes. Do you know how much you have to miss to make an 11 minute video in eight games? Well, 11 minutes is a long time. For in like, eight games. Five to eight play, uh, five to eight second plays. It's very impressive. They can't keep excusing him from practice. Uh, they have to either cut him or provide information to the league that shows that he's a detriment to the team. But Which he's not through the NFLPA. Like they can't continue to just hold him out of practice because they don't like what happened. Another tough week for your boy Travis Kelsey in the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Honestly, I mean besides. Tyreek Hill doing Tyreek Hill things. The Chiefs still want what we're used to. They look absolutely broken. And if I'm if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm very concerned. If I'm a Patrick Mahomes owner, I'm very concerned. Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, you got to think they're still going to hit their numbers every week where you're going to be fine playing them in fantasy. Same with Mahomes, but the turnovers have got to be hurting. Yeah, turnovers are definitely hurting. We talked about the offensive line on numerous episodes. Just young guys trying to figure it out still. So, yeah. got a 10-year contract. Maybe in year four or five, they'll have one of the best O-lines in football. But this just may be one of those tough years in that 10-year deal he's got. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, a little bit of a head-scratcher was the Eagles blew out the Lions. Yet Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith scored their lowest totals on the season. Insane. They threw 14 passes. Yeah, Jalen Hurts had, what, 91 passing yards? Something like that. Devontae yeah. Smith had, like, one, two catches, one catch. Yeah. They blew so, – they scored 40 points for the record. And my fancy quarterback had 10. Yeah, he, he failed to score 20 for the first time all year. And yeah. you, can't, you can't be super excited about Boston Scott and Jordan Howard and Kenneth Gainwell. I know he didn't really play that much in the game, but – that's probably a situation I'm trying to avoid right now because you also don't know what's going on with Jalen Hurts. You've been hearing Gardner Minshew. He came in late in the game when they were uh, blowing Lions out already. So a lot of interesting, weird things going on in Philly right now. Yeah, Philly's definitely under construction right now. Um, <laughs> speaking of under construction, the Green Bay Packers had a fantastic game from your boy Randall Cobb last week. I told you. I was yeah. all over it. All over Randall Cobb. We were huge on it. He won me a league. And then we come into this week, no Aaron Rodgers, no Devontae Adams possibly. No, Devontae's going to be back. They say Devontae just got got put off the COVID list today. So he should, you know, he should still be your guy. Devontae Adams is that guy. But it's Jordan Jordan Love throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. How risky are they going to be with Jordan Love? Is it going to be an Aaron Jones dependent day? 
You would think so. A-Rod's out for at least two weeks because he's unvaccinated. It's, it's a whole – everything's under construction right now. Yeah, A-Rod is immunized. Immunized. Um, but oh, God. According, <laughs> according, to the, according to the NFL, he was never vaccinated or anything like that. And that's awesome, though. Like, he gave that, that press conference at the beginning of the season. Like, yeah, no, I'm immunized. And, yeah, you guys took that as assuming I was vaccinated and ran with the story. He's just like, eh, your fault. You know, I never said I was. Yeah, he didn't own it like Cole Beasley or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, um, no, he's just like, don't ask, don't tell. I don't know. I The Packers play the Chiefs. We know the Chiefs' defense isn't that good. So you got to think a lot of Aaron Jones, um, probably sprinkle in some A.J. Dillon. Tunyon going down is a big loss because he was starting to look good in that game. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how much you can trust Randall Cobb this week without Aaron Rodgers. So another team that I'm probably, if you don't have those two top guys, Jones or Adams, you're probably looking to avoid. With all the big injuries in uh, week eight, what are some waiver wire guys you were looking at? And then we talked about the Philadelphia Eagles backfield, possibly the uh, the tight ends with Jeremy McNichols and Adrian Peterson getting signed. Yeah. Who else are you looking at? Are you touching any of those quarterbacks who had some fantastic days? So he actually is coming back. We saw him play a small sample size last year when the starting quarterback went down. But you got to thank Taysom Hill is going to be a, a weapon. He's going to be utilized so much more in the game, whether that's at quarterback or it's at his, you know, floater kind of role. I don't know who's starting right now, if it's Simeon or Taysom Hill, but probably, we're going to see some yeah. Taysom Hill. Yeah, so he's, he's the guy I'm looking at. And then, you know, for some maybe pass catching, some higher upside guys, Pat Fryermuth looked really good. And if Ebron's not playing or Ebron's hurt, he could be that guy, especially in the red zone. It's just so hard to trust that Pittsburgh. Ben, to trust Ben. Yeah, I keep deflecting. It's the offensive line. It's this, it's that. It's Ben, okay? It's tough to trust Ben. And I agree. He doesn't he, – Ben has to trust his offensive line, which is a problem. But they looked they looked okay against the Browns. They actually kind of manned up a little bit. Najee had a good day on the ground. Uh, and they didn't – you know, they didn't lose the game. Ben wasn't turning the ball over. So they played a sound game. Yeah, off of, they might, maybe they're figuring it out now. You know, maybe maybe Ben's coming into his own. And they get to play like Chicago Monday night. They play the Lions in two weeks or next week. Like they, their schedule is a little, you know, light. They're getting into a good spot where they can figure out some things and get into a nice little groove. Uh, what about a guy like uh, I'm Jamal Agnew? I was gonna say Jamal Agnew. Are you are you, are you picking Jamal up? I'm not picking him up because I still think James Robinson is going to play this week. They really haven't called him doubtful yet. He's still just been yeah. questionable and saying he'd avoid a scare. So, but Agnew's been a guy who's we've seen on Reds on a lot this year. And um, I'm not sure if he'll be an every down back for them, but I think he has some receiving uh, potential. Yeah. He'll probably play a little bit in the slot and uh, outside because LaVisca just hasn't been doing, doing enough uh, since just, they lost Shark. They've been really relying on Marvin Jones, but, they need some help. It's They're tough not, to pick up a guy on a team that's so bad. You know, yeah, like, I agree. Like, like the Lions wide receiver one is a free agent in most of my leagues. It's that's just hard. hard to like grab a guy who, you know, the potential is there, but like your team's not good. And your team doesn't score more than 14 points a week. Yeah. And it makes I it agree. difficult because the name of the game is touchdowns. Now you want to look at some, some guys and some good offenses. Amari Cooper with Cooper Rush played great. Like, finally, after that week one 
you know, big performance. He's been really quiet ever since. Finally kind of got back on track. What do you see with Cooper and the Cowboys offense now that Dak is supposed to play this Sunday? Yeah, if Dak comes back, I think you got to be all in on Amari Cooper still rebounding. I think that they do have the ability to get Cooper and Lamb involved together. Um, but it was just, I think week eight was a week of backup QBs who are in it that was. starting role, like making guys show up. You know, Tyler Lockett came back out to play for us, had a fantastic week. Because um, they had to help out their quarterbacks. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, I think this week those backup QBs stepped up, but those receivers stepped up to help those guys up. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you're going to go all in on the backup QBs like Mike White and Geno Smith and Taysom Hill. Slow your roll. But Super flex, two QBs, maybe. You should feel more confident, I think, with playing a guy like Lockett now and playing a guy like Amari Cooper, even if their starters don't come back. Yeah. Now, two guys I did want to ask you about uh, because they've been trending up for most of the season. One guy was hurt for a while, but he's been back is Michael Pittman and Elijah Mitchell. Because those two look like absolute studs right now. And fantasy must starts. Elijah Mitchell is looking so good, I'm off the Jeff Wilson bandwagon. Like that's yeah. how good Elijah Mitchell is. That I don't think when Jeff Wilson comes back, he's a starter anymore. Um, Elijah Mitchell has taken that backfield. And I think everyone else in that team should honestly be worried. Even though the 49ers are a team known for running backs, you got a guy like Trey Sermon drafted early. and He can't see the field. He can't see the field. You got most start coming back next year. Most start. I was I was so high on Ayuk before the season. Yeah. Hasn't done much. Uh, besides Debo Samuel, it's you know the San Francisco offense is stay away. Elijah Mitchell's the real Elijah deal. Mitchell's coming up, and if they get if they find a guy in San Francisco they can trust and they can give the ball to twenty times a game. The way they the way they block and their 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 scheme, he's going to get you a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, they'll roll with it for sure. And Michael Pittman's looking scary. He's um, a number one. Paris Campbell. He's a number who, one in Paris Campbell yeah. who? You know, like he's come here and just taken this job. I mean, he came as like, okay, he'll be a good slot receiver for us. No, he, he's a number one receiver there. He's Absolutely. passed everyone on the roster that he was behind to start the year. Zach Pascal, Paris Campbell, T.Y. Hoden, obviously injuries derailed his start, but Michael Pittman's the receiver in an Indianapolis for years to come. It's scary. And, and Carson's been throwing the ball uh, pretty well. So I got to be pretty excited yeah. if you got Michael Pittman because you, you got him for cheap. Yeah, very cheap. And he's a keeper in any league that you draft him in when you have that ability. Because I'm sure he was taking, you know, 10 rounds and below. Right. Absolutely. Well, we got week nine coming up. Start off tonight with Thursday night football with the Jets at the Colts. Let's see if Man. Mike White can keep it up. I'm not sure if I'm still starting playing him fantasy-wise or even any of the receivers, but I'm all no. on Michael Carter this week. I think it gets a good coach defense still. I think Michael Carter is fine. And then the coach, you got to start Jonathan Taylor. Start My Mike boy. Fantasy. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm starting Carson, Carson Wentz tonight because I don't think the Jets are any good. But Thursday night games are always weird, so – Stick with your studs. If you don't, you know, you're on the fence with someone, I'd probably hold him out. Even if he has a big game, you can come back from that on Sunday or Monday night. Slides into Sunday at 1 o'clock. We got the Raiders at the Giants. Going to the East Coast. A little bit of a scary game there, but, again, I don't think the Giants are any good. Saquon had a false positive test. I don't know if he's playing or not. Uh, Giants got a bunch of COVID issues right now. Raiders are coming off a bye. I think this is a Raiders game. Uh, Derek Carr, Darren Waller. 
get back on track. Hunter Renfro could be a great pickup this week. Obviously, like we discussed, no Henry Love Rose. Hunter. Yep. I love Hunter Renfro going into this week. He's a potential flex start, I think. Yep. Go ahead and pick up Brian Edwards as well. You assume he'll be the number one receiving running the X. But Hunter Renfro is my guy, I think, this week. Big waiver wire pickup. If you've been sitting on him for a little bit, you're pretty happy. Yeah, on the other side, I depends on what receivers are playing. Not touching. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. But it's I it's am tough. done with the receivers. No, I don't want to hear Sterling Shepard. I don't like want to hear it. Done with them. Nope. Okay. All right. Mostly because not... Daniel Dimes isn't dying in anything but the other team. Um, <laughs> Saquon Barkley, I think, is the only start. If he doesn't play, you can start Booker. You can start Booker, yeah. But I'm not really liking much on the Giants team right now. I'm not going to lie to you. No, the offense doesn't look – the team doesn't look great. And they had a, a pretty bad loss on Monday night that they could have beat the Chiefs. So I, I think their season's kind of kind of over before it started. 100%. Falcons going to the Saints. In New Orleans. No quarterbacks. Uh, this is a game, though, that it's going to be ugly. Divisional game. Probably see the Saints pull it out just because their defense. We saw the Falcons struggle with Carolina, uh, who has a similar defense, same division. So I think the Falcons, again, they're going to struggle with the Saints. Very unfortunate. I hope to see a lot of Kyle Pitts this week. He re- Hopefully he can rebound from a tough week. You better, because you um, got to keep starting them. Got to keep starting them. He's been too good not to start. Cordell Patterson, I think you can start. Keep starting season. them. Yep. Um, and as far as the Saints go, like I said, Alvin Kamara is honestly it. my only comfortable start. You need to see what you're going to get from that offense first. Yeah, if you want to roster Callaway or Mark Ingram, like that's fine. Uh, it's not. It's not a play yet. I don't no. think you need to see it a little bit more from Ingram. You need to see how they're going to share those carries. Bills Jaguars, I think that's a game we can probably just brush over as well. Uh, should be yeah. Bills by like start 50. your Bills, start your Bills. Yeah. But the Browns and the Bengals, this is a game Battle of you know, Ohio. Battle of Ohio. We have no clue what's going on in Cleveland right now as far as the receivers go. I would not touch any of them. Running backs, I'm starting Nick Chubb, and if you need to Miss Johnson, he could be a flex play for you. You're not yeah. loving the volume he's getting right now. He's not getting Kareem Hunt volume, um, but. He's shown that he has touchdown ability to break up a good play. So, absolutely. And other, I'd stay away from Baker as well. And you got to think since he's going to be coming uh, pretty, pretty tough after that loss to the Jets, and yeah. they've been a pretty big offensive juggernaut all year. So you're still starting Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd looked good, T. Higgins still looks Higgins good. So good, yeah. you know those are those are some guys that if you have them, you're playing them. Patriots and Joe Mixon. Yeah, yeah, and Joe Mixon is a must-start, one of the best running backs, yeah. and avoided a big injury. He's been so consistent this year. Um, Absolutely. So I'm all in on Joe Mixon. Patriots and the Panthers. Stephon Gilmore saying what's up to Bill, probably flicking him off. He's yeah. going to Carolina. It's going to be a sneaky game, though. I think Mac Jones and that Patriots offense may struggle. I think Mac Jones is going to struggle because that Panthers secondary is really good. I think you're yeah. still starting Damian Harris. Um, but – I don't think I'm touching Kobe Myers. I don't know if you can touch him this game. I hope he finds the end zone. Let's just say that. And then you gotta be you gotta be worried on the other side of the ball because Darnold has not looked good at all. If they do get McCaffrey back, it's gonna be a different Panthers offense, and that's just gonna open up things for DJ Moore. Uh, but if they don't get McCaffrey back, we might see a little bit more of the same, uh, a little bit more of Matt Judon getting in a quarterback's face. Yeah, could be a lot of Judon sacks coming up if you don't get Christian McCaffrey back because. He doesn't have to play the pass rush. He doesn't play McCaffrey coming off the edge. He's in the backfield a lot. 
Could be a sneaky game. I'm not touching Jacoby Myers. DJ Moore has struggled the last two to three weeks. Where are you going yeah. with him? He's still a guy you're starting. You know, he's, yeah. he's a wide receiver two, getting wide receiver one volume. But if he's not producing like that guy that you need to, it's tough because you don't have better options. He's the best receiver on that team. You got to just hope week in and week out that the Panthers can figure it out. Sam Darnold can figure it out. If it's P.J. Walker or someone else in there, I'd be a lot more worried. 100%. And you got the Broncos at the Cowboys next. Fantasy-wise, you hate to see it for the Broncos defense owners. Number six defense in football, as fantasy is concerned. Bye-bye Von Miller. He has to Cali. So that Broncos defense, you don't like to start them for the next couple of weeks coming up, especially with the schedule that they got. But I think offensively, you're looking at starting Javante Williams and um, – Take your chance nope. on receivers. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's still a start, I think. Um, Melvin Gordon's been solid. But, uh, yeah, th- those receivers have been tough. Once you the Broncos have Tim been Patrick's, tough. Patrick's, I can't really figure it out with Tim Patrick. I think Tim Patrick's kind of on the outs now that Judy's back. Uh, yeah. We don't know if Fant's going to play. Fant did have a, a COVID-positive test. So, if Fant doesn't play, you feel a little bit better about the receivers. If he does play, it's a shot in the dark. Yeah, use any mini money mo for Denver's receiver you want to take. And hopefully, I need CD Lamb to play. Man, he had a little ankle injury in practice. Uh, he's still practicing, but I think they're going to kind of limit him a little bit. If Dak's going to play, I think CD plays. And then you're starting Cooper, you're starting Zeke, start you're probably starting Don Schultz. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't see anything here on that Denver defense, despite how good they are. That I wouldn't start any of the boys. I say go ahead and start them up. Vikings at the Ravens should be a very good game. Fantasy-wise, I think you got a bunch of must-starts going Very, on very fantasy-relevant, for sure. You got – I mean, your Vikings, you're starting both receivers. You're starting Delvin Cook. Uh, you might start t- Tyler Conklin. Yeah. I, I know the Ravens haven't been great against tight ends, so that's one guy that you can maybe throw in your lineup as a hope he gets a touchdown type of play. And then the Ravens, you're just happy Lamar's back. <laughs> He's your quarterback uh, after coming off by the last week. Receivers, you're playing Hollywood Brown. You're playing Mark Andrews. I'd be a little worried if I had to play a Bateman. Yeah, um, not yet. But hold on to him. Hold on to him. Yeah, he, he's a guy that's going to get more involved in the offense as the season progresses. Kind of like a Rondell Moore. I'm kind of skipping ahead to the Cardinals game. Uh, assuming AJ Green's going to be out, we got the Cardinals at the 49ers. Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk could be sneaky plays uh, with more volume, you know, expected now that AJ Green's on the COVID list. Yeah, no, definitely going to be a good one. We'll get into that one as soon as we finish our last 1 1 p.m. game in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. (laughs) Got the the Texans against the Dolphins. Um, Dolphins, they did did their due diligence and said, fuck no, we're good. So I don't know know what they found that, like, the press and the police haven't found yet. But Miami said, we're good on this one. Texans traveling to Miami. I don't know what you're starting in Houston right now besides a guy like Brandon Cooks. I mean, well, Taylor's back, so you got to feel better about starting Cooks because uh, yeah. with Taylor was at quarterback, Cooks was you know producing a lot more for you. No, other than that, I'm avoiding all te- Texans at all costs. But you actually do have a few guys on that other side of the ball for the Dolphins' offense that you can start. Gasicki's been really good. Uh, Gaskin's been very up and down, but he's usually good in matchups with bad defenses. And he loves and playing at home. That's what we see here. Yeah. And then Jalen Waddle has a high floor. He gets freaking eight to 10 targets a game. He may get like 40 yards, but he's yeah. getting the ball. 
And the Alabama you think he's gonna get definitely real. He's going to show that explosive uh, speed one of these days. Yeah, yeah. The Bama connection is definitely rolling Miami. If I'm Devontae Parker owner, you're not happy about that connection that those two got. He's a guy who's come in with high projections every week. Decent floor for Parker, but just hasn't had that explosive game that we expect out of him. I think he came in. Not like what we saw with Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a a good receiver, but Tua can't get in the ball right now. It's tough to put him in your starting lineup. Yeah, 4 p.m. game. We got a game full of a bunch of bullies. Chargers get the Eagles first. If Jalen Hurts shows up, of course, this could be a great game, but the Chargers could, uh, you know, take off some pain last week. Mike Williams could have a day. The Eagles don't have a great defensive secondary. I'm starting everybody I got as far as the Chargers are concerned. Jerry Cook even looks eligible this week at the tight end spot. No, I agree. I think the Chargers have had two bad outings. Uh, They had the Ravens game where they looked terrible. They had a bye, and then they still looked bad and lost to the Patriots. Yeah. So I I think they're going to be on a mission, hopefully. Uh, It is an East Coast game where they got to travel, so hopefully that doesn't throw them off. But luckily, you know, it's a 4 o'clock game. It's not a 1 o'clock game. Yep, and you got the Packers at the Chiefs. Chiefs didn't really rebound much against the Giants like we thought they would. Can you rebound against an Aaron Rodgers Packers? For the Packers' concern, like I said, no A-Rob, but you're still going to start Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams is Devontae yeah. Adams. He's a must-start. Absolutely. And with the Chiefs, I think you're still going to start the same three people, including Pat Mahomes. I'm not sure if I'm going further down the receivers list with guys like Nico and Gordon anymore. No, but we're getting to that point where, you know, both you and I are Darrell Williams owners. We saw a lot of Derek Gore, and we Not haven't Gore. even talked about Derek Gore. Clyde Edwards is coming back. Only one game, and I'm scared that it's a thing, so I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully that, that Derek Gore is not a thing. Yeah, Clyde Edwards is also coming back, so this may be the last week where you can confidently play Darrell Williams if there is no Clyde. Uh, I'm not going to play him this week. I do think I have just some better options maybe, but – I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to take one more risk on them because I cannot trust Chase Claypool and the Pittsburgh. That's, I'm playing I'm playing Claypool on Monday night. Oh, you like in take, Chicago? You'll play Claypool Monday. I'm I'll playing play Darrell Williams. We'll see who we'll does see. better. Yeah. You guys know my role. If it's between the receiver and the running back, I'm taking the starting running back every time because of Florida. But, hey, I hope that uh, every, every time Every time Claypool, you know, stirs some stuff up on Twitter or is in the news, Usually has a big game, and that's and they're wearing the Steelers are wearing some pretty cool jerseys. That's true. So. That's true. That could be the finishing touch. Cardinals at the 49ers. You said no AJ Green, but I think you're still loving a lot of Cardinals players. The only team that yeah. I confidently start two running backs on the same team, and I've got no problem with it. Connor and Edmonds. I think that continues this week against the 49ers. You like Kyler to play though. Well, no Kyler Murray. I'm definitely playing two running backs. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> they got Colt McCoy under center. Uh, he's and Kyler doesn't play. Oh, yeah. If it's Colt McCoy, he's got, he hasn't done anything but hand out the ball in the last couple of years. Absolutely. Just running that scout team. Yeah. On the other side, hopefully Debo Samuel plays because he's been awesome for you all year. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell's your other guy, but then that's really it. Uh, we'll see when Kittle comes back. He's a guy you can put in your lineup, but – do not trust Ayuk and don't go anywhere else uh, down that running back room. Yeah, I, Nothing I, don't, for you. I don't think San Fran has made enough of an effort to get Ayuk the ball. That's just a little disappointing with how much of a talent yeah. he is. On Sunday night, the Titans at the Rams could be a 
blowout. Who knows? Who knows? Man, without with, without Henry, without Derrick Henry. So I have no. Because this is this say. is a heavyweight fight with Derrick Henry going up against this Rams defense. They just picked up Von Miller. Yeah. Now we lose, you know, the marquee player for the Titans. We'll see how Ryan Tannehill and the boys respond. But I agree, the Rams at home, they should be uh, they should be able to take care of business. Yeah, I'm thinking at least a lot of Rams offense with no Derrick Henry. So I'm liking Cooper Cup. I'm liking Robert Woods. Yep. And Van Jefferson's a waiver wire pickup. You should go ahead and hop onto your roster if you don't have Van Jefferson yet. Uh, no Deshaun Jackson now, so Van is t- stepping into that third option there. Obviously, you're starting Henderson. Yep. And um, for the Titans, like I said. Titans, it's A.J. Brown. Julio, maybe. You probably want to wait and see. Uh, what those running backs are going to do before starting them against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. So we got to think it's going to be a heavy pass attack. Uh, I am excited to see Adrian Peterson back in the, back in the fold. I think today, like his rookie debut, he had 200, not rookie debut, but his rookie season, yeah. he had like 280, 90 yards, something crazy. So excited to get one of the best all-time running backs back in the league. Such an unfortunate waiver wire week because you got guys who usually the waiver wire you pick them up and you can't wait to play them because you just saw it. These two guys are the top guys on waiver wires and you're not playing them this week against the Rams defense. Yeah, no, I, I I'd be very worried and like you mentioned, if Van Jefferson's on waivers, you go pick him up because he's a number three in a really good offense. Uh, obviously Matthew Stafford and him have some chemistry and he's getting some red zone looks. And Sean gets him involved. Wide receiver reverses, wide receiver passes, little things like Ayuk's supposed to be getting involved in the same frame. Right. The last Absolutely. game of the week, the Bears at the Steelers. Love to end football with a W. I hope Pittsburgh pulls it out. Fantasy-wise, though, you're, I'm nervous. Fantasy-wise, I'm nervous. I think you start Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Uh, Probably. You start Najee Harris. I'd be worried if I'm starting – you know, we talked about Allen Robinson last week. He still hasn't been good. Uh, Mooney's been the number one receiver there with Fields under center. But the Steelers' defenses look really good in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I'd be a little worried if I was a Bears fan or a Bears owner because I think yeah. T.J. Watt and the boys might get after Justin Even Fields. starting Khalil Herbert's a risk this week. You know, this yeah. is a very good runs defense. I think you have to start him because of his potential volume. But – He's yeah, a very good run defense. He'll get 20 carries, but he don't be surprised if it's 20 carries for 62 yards and no touchdowns. Right. Very possible. On the other side, you obviously started Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson like you have been all year. I do think this is a game where potentially Chase Claypool has a little bit of a, a showing. I'm hoping Monday for night. at least. It's Monday night, right? He yeah, has the to. lights are on. Like, the stars come to play on Monday night. I might change the line of pregame decision. We'll see. Uh, it, I, I think a lot of it depends on what you hear from the Chiefs. Uh, if Darrell Williams is still going to be that lead back, he's going to share some more time with Gore, yeah. uh, Clyde Edwards kind of lurking. So I don't know. I, I think a lot of the attention for the Chicago Bears defense is going to be put on Najee Harris and put on Deontay Johnson. So I'm hoping Claypool is kind of that third guy that they're not really looking at and he catches a touchdown. We need it. I need a bad swap. Need a W. Should be a good week. Just need a W. Should be a fantastic week nine, though. Cleats of the week. We stand right there in Pittsburgh. Your boy TJ Watt has some fantastic spooky shoes. He and, did. Uh, he really he showed up. I also got to give a shout out to their opponent, though, because Miles Garrett had one of the best costumes uh, 
with the the sack reaper, the grim reaper, whatever you want to call him. He kind of foreshadowed it when he put uh, all the tombstones of the quarterbacks in his yard with that list of all the quarterbacks that he sacked. That's going to be just so cool to be like, oh, yeah, no, I sacked that guy and that guy and and that guy and basically the whole league. Basically the whole league. It was very sweet. Didn't get the W, though, like Big Ben said, we'll take the wins, but definitely. He owns owns Cleveland. He owns Cleveland. Good quarterbacks own one team. I think I think if it's like owner rankings in Cleveland, probably Dan Gilbert's like number one. LeBron still is is number two, but then Big Ben's probably three. Big Ben has good real estate in in Ohio. Very good real estate. Absolutely. Well, that's gonna do it, Schwa, for week eight recap. Y'all be safe this week. And protect your mental. Right to the big league, the big screen. And your chicken. Eat your chicken right. I'm doing what I want to do. This dream. I don't know when I was 16. Big being. He thought of here immensely.